on today's program. You know, I may be too young. I may be, you know, this thing and that thing. I went back and forth on it. But the moment that he leaned over my shoulder and was like, we'll support you in anything, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was. And I walked back there and I put my name on the paper. Confirmation. And yeah. then I was like, okay, God, now what? That with the help of pastor and the help Good. of our church and through the help of God, I did it. You're about to embark on a few minutes of raw testimony with a candid, unscripted program that goes beyond the pulpit and straight off the church bus. Open conversations that share the true view of Christ to help us through today and into a victorious tomorrow. This is Coffee Bar Confessions. Hi everybody, it's Matt and Timmy here on Coffee Bar Confessions. And today we have with us Will Carter from Life Apostolic Church and his pastor, Brother Dustin Lee. And we are here today for a very special uh, meeting that we're going to have talking about Move the Mission. And we have a, you know, a young fellow here that has come on here to give us his testimony about what he done for Move the Missions. Brother Timmy, if you could just give us a little bit of information on what Move the Missions is. Well, Move the Missions is a, a f fundraising youth ministry. Uh, this raised over $150 million to help support ministries around the world, uh, such as uh, supporting missionaries with vehicles where they have to travel many miles to get to where they're going in rough terrains. And uh, I think they just bought an airplane for uh, Alaska because they would only be able to go every six months to minister because of weather. Yeah. And, uh, and if they try flying, winter weather it would make these planes crash because they would freeze and get weighed down by snow so they were able to purchase a plane that has heated wings to to so they can fly in this weather and go to where they need to go they also uh, provide building funds uh, supports the Tupelo Children's Mansion and the Lighthouse Ranch for Boys uh, uh, I think education programs scholarships, uh, just well, a whole they, bunch of different things. They, they actually do a whole lot of things. Yeah, you know? so that's, that's, they're that's, doing really good things for the movement. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about it, whenever you're uh, starting a church, Brother Dustin, which have, you know, you, you being a pastor, you know what this is. Just starting a church in the United States, it takes a whole lot. It does. And I couldn't imagine being a missionary and, and having to drop everything I had, my job, my my vehicle, my house, getting rid of everything that I own and going to an area that, you know, you, you're walking into a place that you have no idea what you're getting ready to walk into. And nine times out of ten, these people don't even like yeah. Americans. And they walk in, they give their family up, their life up to step into an area with no vehicle. You know, like you said, Brother Timmy, Alaska, yeah. every six months they could go in there and they could, they could get preached to. But the ability now, thanks to Move the Missions, um, they, you know, they have the ability now to be able to go in, you know, and preach to them more. Alaskans are now getting the, getting the Word of God preached to them because of somebody like Brother Will Carter here that, yeah. that steps up and takes the responsibility of raising money to help move the missions. So that, that's great. I mean, I'm so glad, thankful that the United Pentecostal Church International has developed Move the Missions to be able to help this process. It's wonderful. Absolutely. So, so 
Brother Will, we've uh, brought you on this show. We're excited. Uh, we're excited to have you, number one. And, you know, it was just, was it last month that you went to St. Louis yeah. and uh, got to be a part of uh, the uh, Move the Missions and got to see, you got to see a lot of great things General while conference. you were in St. Louis. Um, but while you was there, there I'm sure um, there was, you know, you got to see the uh, headquarters. Headquarters, that's where I was going. You got, you got to see headquarters. You got to see, you know, a lot of cool things that, you know, but while, you know, in doing this, I'm sure that's not the reason why you decided no. to, to, to go this route. I, you know, I, that, that wasn't the reason why you raised over $8,000 for this mission. Uh, so if you could just give us just a brief uh, answer to this, what motivated you? What truly inspired you to, uh, I mean, start a fundraiser, to, to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm sure one day it was, you know, you, you woke up and you was like, I'm thinking I'm just going to go raise $8,000 just, just to, to give them it. What truly inspired you to become a, a real McCoy? Uh, probably the fact that, like, I saw what Briar Baldwin, one of my friends, were able to do last year when he um, raised over $20,000 for Move the Mission. And that inspired me knowing, well, if he can do that, I think I can at least go out here and raise maybe $1,000, $2,000 just for missionaries. Because knowing that missionaries that, like, like y'all said, overseas that can only go places that need to hear about Jesus only like every six months, knowing that I'm, a, me and other youth are able to help and get where other peoples can, other people can go and get the gospel, because that is what the Great Commission is. Exactly. Go and teach in all nations. Right. And that's just, I wanted to be able to help that and get the word to other people that needed it. Yeah, you know, we don't realize being an American and, I mean, having a church on every church corner and being able to, you know, uh, you know, if you want to go to church and you go to this certain church and you don't like this church, you can leave and you can go to the next one. That's how America is. But when you go overseas and you actually see what I mean, I've heard, I've heard mission, missionaries go, or actually, I've heard preachers leave and go like to the Philippines and go to different places. And whenever they come back, they're like, you would be surprised how spoilt the American nation is mm -hmm. because we take for granted. Brother Will, we All take for often. granted what what is handed to us. What we what we have, you know, the actual Bible, the actual way that we have been handed, we take for granted for that. And whenever they go overseas, oh my God, you know, you don't realize how just one word, you know, or or one giving out one Bible is just so much to somebody overseas because they don't have that, and it's it's all because of people like Brother Will that, that has given this opportunity, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm, I'm just so thankful uh, that there are young people that has had that burden. Yes. I'm so thankful that it's catching like wildfire around this area. It not is. just Not just across the nation, but in this area, yeah. something has broken yeah. this area. Yes. And the young people that says, hey, if Briar Baldwin done it, yeah. I can do it. Hey, if Will Carter done it. Yeah. I can do it, yep. and now, I mean, it's just, it's growing. This, this this area is growing, and we're we're starting to do something that other other areas haven't. And it's something that that really has been overlooked that shouldn't have been overlooked for yep. for so long. But the young people in this area have such a hunger to to not only get all they can get uh, in in our local churches, but they want 
other people in other countries to be able to experience what we experience here. Yeah, totally. That you said a minute ago, we, we all too often take for granted. Um, I've heard stories from missionaries where they will go into a place and they will literally have to pass one Bible around. Yeah. And one person would take one page of the Bible and they would memorize that. And when they'd meet somebody, they would pass off that portion of the Bible. And that would be the only way they could read the scripture was yeah. one page at a time. Wow. Um, and, and for what these kids have done is just it's inspiring to me yeah. to think I should have been doing that when I was their exactly. age. You know, yeah. and, and the fact that they are a true inspiration to the next generation. Uh, because like you said, if, if Briar Baldwin can do it, if Will Carter can do it, who's, who's next? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing what they're doing. It, it blows my mind because this is exactly what you said. You know, it's like I should have done that when I was yeah. their age. And then I got to thinking about it. Why did I have to be their age? You know, right. We can raise right. money just as much as they can to, to do this. I mean, there's no age limit on Move the Mission. It's, it, when you get a burden to give somebody the gospel, you know, we, we, can't, we don't want to focus so much on overseas that we let our own home area yeah. Yeah. go out because they're our missionary. But there are so many people out there that need the gospel. And we take, it, we take God and we put him in a little small box. We do. And, you know, this move the mission has, has become great. It's, it's become a, a perfect opportunity for a young person to get the gospel out. Yeah, and to get involved, yeah. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Good so, stuff. Brother Will, what, what kept you motivated and kept pushing you to continue with your, your fundraising? You know, it, it's easy to say, well, I've raised $1,000. That's good enough. You know, somebody else can come up with the rest of the funds but you 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 didn't just stop there you kept going yeah uh until you raised well over eight thousand dollars and and that that's pretty well out giving people in churches nowadays you know in their own churches yeah. and and you're doing it for a cause greater than just your home church so what what was that motivation for you probably just the fact knowing that just because a thousand dollars was just you know i could have just done that and quit knowing that there's other stuff I can do, that I can get higher than that, that I can pass my goal that I set and stuff. Because Briar Baldwin, he told me that he had a goal of 10,000, and I thought, well, if his is 10, I can at least get to five. And then knowing that he excelled that goal and got almost, he got over double that, I knew, well, I can at least try my hardest to get to 5,000 yeah. no matter. Because, like, I would try, you know, I may get told no when people would give me donations, but I knew in the end that I wouldn't be doing this if God hadn't told me to do it yeah. and that his hand was in everything that Absolutely I did. Absolutely right. And that I know that he's not going to lead you somewhere and just keep you in a desert, even when it feels like that nobody's willing to donate. I still knew that he was in it and he was going to make a way yeah. to help me. Yeah. You know what is a $1,000 and then become a real McCoy? It is. Yeah. And so you become a real McCoy eight times. Yeah, <laughs> eight times in one eight year. Eight times in one year. You know, and that that's that's tremendous. I mean, and to think about it, before you started, you had zero dollars to give a missionary. How much does the Bible cost? And you gave them eight thousand dollars. Yeah. If they took that Bible, the eight thousand dollars, and bought a Bible for ever, ever. Yeah. I mean, look how many people you saved. Filled their vehicles up. One so page at a time. Back and yeah. forth. One page at a time, brother Dustin, and and you and now they're like, oh my God, Will Carter, give me a whole Bible, yeah, that I can take home. Absolutely, you know, right. and that, and that's what it's all about. It's, it's not to us. We we're over here saying 
Well, it's eight thousand. What's well, a thousand to become a real McCoy? Where does you know? But to, to somebody, somebody overseas, else. it's I finally. However many years I've been doing this, I finally got a Bible. Alaska, hey, you was just here a month ago. Now yeah. you're here again. But six months ago, you was telling me that you won't be here until six months ago. But now it's thanks to move the missions. Now we got a plane to drive you in there more yeah. than just. Six More months. than just ever six months, yeah. and so they're getting the word of God delivered to them. You know, they had to live off of a word for six yeah. months. Reminds yeah. me of that scripture: uh, "Without vision, my people perish." Yes, and it takes vision to to set that goal to yeah. to say, "Well, if I I'm going to at least raise five thousand dollars," you know, and uh, and if you didn't have the vision, then the missions, you know, they wouldn't have that tank of gas to get from service to service exactly. or that that plane fuel because it's not just the airplane they bought. They have to provide fuel for yeah. our food, yeah. uh, clothing, whatever they need because they drop everything to to go do yeah. what they do. Yeah. So feeling that support from back home, you know, it, it pushes them and motivates them. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so it, it, it's a wonderful thing that, that I think that our organization is doing with Move the Mission. Absolutely. But, Brother great. Dustin, um, I know this is Brother Will's episode, but uh, bringing him on here, obviously we wouldn't have brought him on here without his m mother's permission, without his pastor's permission and all this. But uh, as his pastor, uh, what did it feel like? What did, um, whenever he first came to you and said, I want to be, I want to be a part of Moving Missions, what did your first thought It was, <clears throat> I was very proud. Uh, he, he honestly is one of the most submitted young men that I've ever, ever met in my life. Um, he has a passion for the gospel. He's a passion for the kingdom. He is very kingdom minded. And we were, <clears throat> we were at uh, the Kentucky Youth Congress and they were, they were honoring the Real McCoys from uh, 2021. And I believe I leaned over to him and said, we'll do whatever we can yeah. if you want to be involved in this. And it was just, I, all I did was drop that seed. And uh, when I, I didn't push it, I didn't force it, gave the opportunity and let him know the church would support it. And when he come to me uh, before we left and said that he put his name on the, on the sheet, uh, immediately we started praying that, you know, God would, would move on the, on the, uh, means for this and that God would provide a way and that God would uh, see fit for him to, to be used in it but it, it was it was a sense of of pride as a pastor just to know that there's young people in our church that want to see the kingdom yeah. excel and want to see the Word of God get outside of our four walls um, he is obviously the the first young person in our church to ever step up and say hey I want to be involved in this I yeah. want to do uh, something greater for the kingdom and uh, it, it was motivation for me uh, as a pastor to see that the things that we've been preaching and teaching are taking root. Now you got to step up. And now I've got to step <laughs> up. <laughs> it, uh, he, uh, he has done, done phenomenal with it. Uh, very, very proud. Yeah. Very proud of him. Yeah. It's kind of like when, when a father is teaching a young child how to ride a bike. Yeah. And the first time you see that young child take off on that bicycle it, without you there. Yes. It's like all the teachings, all the preachings, all the things that you've done behind the pulpit, now you see this young young person 
doing exactly what you taught. When when he came to me and, and told me that you know he wanted to do this and, and his parents had approved, um, I told him I said you know the church will make make a a one time donation. We'll give you give you a, a certain amount, and and then the rest is up to you. You know, uh, we'll support you. The people in the church will support you, and. My first question was, how much you want to raise? And uh, we knew what, what Briarball would have done the previous year. And uh, when, when he told me the amount was $5,000, I knew without a doubt that, that he would reach that. Yeah. Uh, and, and just to sit back and watch as the, the fundraisers and the, the peanut butter pies, they sold tremendously. But as, as he would tell me, Pastor, I've, I've got this amount. Or, Pastor, I've sold this many and I've got this much coming. And, and as I began to just watch the, the whole thing unfold of his desire for this to really profit the kingdom, yeah. um, it, it, was, it was something that encouraged me and motivated me. And, uh, and it, it did a tremendous work inside of our church. Uh, there was enthusiasm, excitement, just... Uh, an overwhelming sense of let's do all that we can. Yeah. You know, once he reached the the Real McCoy status, we just continued to push. Yeah. You know, he did he did a lot of legwork to, well, to what, get to where he's at. What a lot of people don't understand is, yeah, he's he is saving, he's raising money for move the missions, and but what it done is it unified Life Apostolic to the it point did. that now not only are you affecting missionaries overseas. Yeah. But you're putting a whole new revival fire in the life apostolic yes. that may not have been there because they say, "Oh, pastors preached this, and now I see it. I see it birthing right in front of yes. me." Yeah. And another thing that it done also is it inspired our younger kids to to get involved um, with the, the junior camp fundraising, uh, and, and that took a, a totally different yeah. uh, spin too. So he uh, he's a, a great example of, yeah. of the the power and anointing absolutely. that God gives to the young people when they're willing to be used. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if if Pastor hadn't came to me and like leaned over my shoulder that night at KYC, I was sitting there, I was like, well, I'd like to do that, but you know, what if, you know, thinking, going through different scenarios, well, it won't work, I'm, you know, I may be too young, I may be, you know, this thing and that thing, I went back and forth on it. But the moment that he leaned over my shoulder and was like, we'll support you in anything, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was. And I walked back there and I put my name on the paper. Confirmation. And yeah. then I was like, okay, God, now what? Because I, <laughs> I jumped in it head first. I had no yeah. clue yeah. of anything what to do. Yeah. But through, with the help of pastor and the help so, of our church and through the help of God, I did it. Yeah. yeah. It was wonderful to watch, wonderful to be a part of. Yeah. So with the, with this being said, Brother Dustin, um, before Briar and before Brother Will, we this this area had had very few real McCoys, yeah. but it was not something that was so pushed. And so you know we've had church and we we've we've done great things in youth departments and things like that, but moved the missions also known as in previous as she's for Christ. Uh, these things was not pushed very strongly around here because we just didn't have a lot of people that would take it upon themselves to do it. But as a pastor, and now that you've seen it happen in your own church, what does your outlook, how, do you, how did that change 
what Brother Dustin Lee looked at as now I see move missions. For for far too long, I, I, I feel that we've always looked at young people as the church of the future. Sure. They're the ones that are going to carry on when we're, yeah. when we're gone, or they're the ones that are going to fill these roles at some point to where it's changed my perspective on they are truly the church of now. It's right. one thing to say, well, I know they're the church of the future, but, but they're also the church of yeah. today. Yeah. When we allow them to be the church of today, exactly. instead of saying, well, you can do that someday, or when, when you get to this point, or once you get through school, yeah. when, when, we, when we give them direction, we give them guidance, if, if we're going to preach this stuff to them, mm-hmm. we need to stand behind them when they come to us and say, I got a burden for this. What? Right. You know, we, we need to stand beside, behind them and support them. And one thing one thing I can say during all of this, there was never a moment where he come and sat in my office and said, Pastor, it's just not working. Mm. You know, he, he never came and, and there was never a frustrating moment uh, through this. It was every conversation we had was how God was blessing and how yeah. God was moving this forward. And that has given me a passion to see every young person in our church get involved. Sure. Uh, e- even at a younger age, um, I-, I want our entire youth group involved. Um, I want to, I want to be that that voice for them that says you can do this. He he showed through this that when you take the limits off of God, and you let let these young people that have a burden for the things that you've been preaching about, yeah, you know, and and when they're sitting on on front pews. And they're filling notepad after notepad with, with notes from from messages, and then they come to you and, and they tell you, "I want to be a part of this." Why would we not give the direction and the the help and the guidance yeah. to say, "If you want to do this, let's pray about it." Yeah. And if God if if God puts it in motion, let's go with it. Let's go. Um, it, it has given me a sense of urgency to instill what. He's taken and, and evolved into into not only our youth group, not only into our, our teen class, but our preteens. Yeah. And, and, you know, in, into uh, the class that's fixing to, to move up in advance. Because, I mean, that that's to me, that's the goal is for each class to set up the next class. Yeah. But if we're not setting the examples of this is what we get to do, this is what we get to be a part of, if we just sit around and we do, you know, events within the within the church, or we do events to where we get the bouncy slides and we get the cotton candy machines and we do all this, that's great, that's fun. But when we start allowing them to branch out and connect with other young people yeah. Yeah. that have the same passion, the same vision, uh, and, and that are that are sensitive enough to to the will of the Lord yeah. to say, this isn't about Will Carter, mm-hmm. this isn't about Life Apostolic Church, this is about the kingdom. Yeah. And it puts a whole new look on what God can do when you allow God to use young people. Well, going back to question one, what motivated? You know, you can't tell me that a young person stepping up and, and, and saying, I'm going to do this to yep. move the mission, ain't going to catch like wildfire. Yeah. Because Brother Will said the one thing that motivated him was when, when he seen that Briar Baldwin could do it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, then why, if Briar Baldwin can, why can't I? Exactly, and that's that's a great attitude to have. Yeah. Why can't I? Yeah. Exactly. You know, it. Uh, Brother Will and, and and Brother Briar are are good friends, so it wasn't a competition. No. 
it when when Brother Briar brought this on and he brought it up, he he went he come to our church and had a whole presentation. Yeah, and it was just it was amazing because I'd heard of Sheep for Christ. Uh, unfortunately, we'd never been really involved in in any of that. But when when Briar came and gave the presentation and poured his heart out, poured his passion out, there was something that just changed that young people want the best for the kingdom. And having that example uh, for, for Brother Will, we took what, what Brother Briar started and all we're trying to do is expand yeah, on yeah. it. Exactly. Uh, for not only not only for Will, but but for the others in okay. in the churches around us, you know. If uh, I'm reminded of the scripture where it talks about if one could put a thousand to flight, two could put ten thousand. How much greater are we when we come together like this and we yeah, have definitely. have young people that are willing to say God is doing something and He's doing it right now. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. And it's not it's about amazing. the it's not about the amount that they reach when they raise money. It's about right getting more people involved. If exactly. we can get 20 people to raise $10,000, yeah. exactly. you know, that, that exceeds, you know. Yep. Then you start seeing videos of people getting baptized in Jesus' yeah. name yeah. overseas. And that, that's, the whole, that's the whole mission, yeah. is to spread the gospel. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's awesome to think that there, there's people that, what, what Will has done, that will never know it was Will Carter that helped. Yeah. But we know that there's lives being touched, and so there's souls being saved yeah. because of the effort that that we'll put into. God knows too. Exactly. <laughs> he knows exactly. every every soul that's being touched by the eight thousand ten dollars and thirty two cents that Will Carter raised, yep. and, and it's, it's going to happen again. And I told somebody, I don't know if it was, it may have been you or somebody, at the right before I started this, I said, I'm not doing this to boast on me. I'm not no. doing this just to say, look at me or anything. I'm doing this because. I know it's helping people and it's getting the word because maybe there's another 14, 15, even 16 year old boy somewhere overseas that don't even know about God or yeah. knows about him but has sure. no way to get a Bible to read or anything. And just knowing that me and other young people are able to help yeah. and get that word to other people, yes. that's the true reason that I... Exactly. That's awesome. Got to move the mission. Yeah. yeah. The mission's out there. The mission's waiting on... The way key word is move. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Waiting That's on it. another Will Carter to move it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, speaking about moving, uh, you know, if, if it's not moving, it's getting stagnant. So we got to keep the state moving. So from your point of view or speaking to yourself before you started this, what do you think you could do to help encourage young people coming up after you to to keep it moving, to keep the, that fire kindled, you know, to not necessarily reach the twenty, thirty thousand dollar mark, but mm -hmm. even if it's twenty dollars here, fifty dollars mm -hmm. there, you know, or eight thousand dollars here and there, is there anything that you could say to encourage those people who might be watching you and be like, well, if Briar did it, if Will did it, then I can do it too. Is there anything that you you think you could speak to them? Uh, probably just like if you feel like you want to like. If you're feeling something that you feel like you need to raise money for stuff, just don't hesitate because if I'd have hesitated that night, there may have been a person overseas that that plane may not have been able to get bought. Somebody may not be able to read a Bible right now. Sure. Just if you're feeling it, just do it because yeah. 
I guarantee you the devil's not going to sit there and try to tell you to raise money for Move the Mission. It is the Lord who's telling you to go out and do that and to spread His Word yeah. to people. Exactly. Man. That's great. You know, and it's, like I said, it's not been something that's been pushed around here a whole lot. And I'm, I'm so thankful, so thankful for, for kids around here like you and Brother Briar that have stepped up because it's put a... It put a, bur a new burden, a new fire yes. in the, the adults around this area because we see that, you know, there's, there's more to this mission than just regular old Hopkins County. Yeah, there's more to this mission than just Madisonville. There's people out there all over the United States, all over the nation that need what we have. And, you know, God's coming back. Absolutely. We know that. God's coming back. And Quickly. it's our job to, to move the mission. It's our job to, to go out there and try to find somewhere uh, somewhere to preach the gospel to, somebody to preach the gospel to. And if they can't get it in there, if they can't get it in their areas, it's people like you who make sure that that, that gets in there. So that's great. So uh, we're so happy that you, you come on the show with us, Brother Will. Um, I'm so happy that you have uh, shared your vision, your burden. Um, your mission with us and um, it's been great we look forward to having you on here again we look forward to hearing more about what you know you're moving you're moving the mission experience because uh, by hearing your burden I know that you're not done Absolutely. I know there's more out there, there's more out there that that, that you're going to be seeing Will Carter do uh, there's going to be more out there that people the viewers are going to see because they're going to they're going to see a lot more burden pushed sure. for move the mission yeah. it's coming it's going to happen so we thank you for coming on there we thank you for brother dustin for allowing him to come on with him it's to help him um you got a great young man right here in your Absolutely. church and you, you got to have him. you got very much to be proud for yes sir proud of so we're thankful for y'all and we thank you for joining us on coffee bar confession Thanks for taking the time to take in today's program. This is a media ministry outreach of Truth Apostolic Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. For more information about our ministry, visit our website, 